0: Straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Keep track of the size of your box and control what you can control. Stayallday.com. Stay Stay exceptional. Work on your game. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work. the Confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically. And the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this. You get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques, all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to fight burnout. If you have felt like you are burning yourself out, if you have ever felt burnout, I'm going to tell you how to solve that issue right here strategically and once and for all, as long as you follow what I'm going to tell you. Caveat. All that said, first of all, let me tell you how you can get my weekly motivation, which may again become daily motivation. We'll just call it my motivation text. I'll just say that for now. Might be weekly, might be daily, might be somewhere in between. All you got to do is text me so you're getting this message that no matter how often I send it, it's guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. My number is 305-384-6894. Every day when I send that text or every week, whenever I get it. You send it. You'll be getting it straight to your phone. So just hit me at that number. It is down below in the description. And go to workonyourgame.net. That's where you can get access to my new 45 minute training, which is how to get from your six figure level to the seven figure level without killing yourself and running yourself into the ground in the process. If you are at six figure or above level financially and you feel like you are killing yourself just to do that, and you're wondering how the hell are you ever going to get to the next level without having to kill yourself even more, if that's even possible. I wanna tell you that there's a way to do it much easier and it does not require you to work harder. Even though I know that's what you've been taught your whole life and that's what you've been doing. There's a way to do it without doing that. I will show you how completely for free. Just go to workonyourgame.net, And if you would like my help on how to go further with it, I'll tell you at the end of that training. But you gotta watch the training first. So you got a baseline of what I am doing. That is at workonyourgame.net, and my Facebook group, Six Figures and Growing, which is open to anyone who would like to join that is at Facebook and look up groups. It's called Six Figures and Growing. It's actually this Facebook slash Six Figures and Growing. It's a long title. I will tell you that if I remember, the link to that Facebook group should be in the description to this episode. If it is not, send me a text message at my number 305-384-6894. Now, that will be a reminder for me to add it, but I think I will remember to add it into the notes. To the show. As a matter of fact, I'm going to pull up my document where I do it here so that I remember to do it. And it is in there for everybody to, let me see, where is my notes? I'll make sure to add it in here so everybody can get it. But that is my Facebook group. And uh, all right, it's added now. It'll be added by the time you listen to this episode. So again, that's at workinyourgain.net. Let's get into the topic, which is how to fight burnout. Any of you have ever felt burnt out, feel like you are doing way too much work given the ROI from the work, or you feel like you are just running on a treadmill that you cannot get off because it is required for you to continue creating success, I'm going to help you out with that. I know where, where you're at. I know why you are feeling that way. And I also know how you even ended up in that spot. And the good news is from all of that is we can fix it. First of all, let's get clear on the definition of what burnout means. So, you know, I'm talking about you. Burnout is physical or mental collapse caused by overwork or stress. Let me say that again physical or mental collapse caused by overwork or stress. Any of you feel like you are physically or mentally either about to collapse or you already have collapsed because you are working too much and or you are too stressed out? Yes, yes, I know I'm talking to some people right now. Let's get into it. Point number one topic once again is how to fight burnout. First of all, you need to organize and strategize. This is how you fight burnout, organize and strategize. Burnout is often the result of living in what I call tactical hell. And yes, the pun is intended. So you get burned out by being in tactical hell. Get it? Okay. Tactical hell is when people are living by tactics. What are tactics? Tactics are the action steps. So a tactic is kind of like any of you have a to-do list or you got a list of check boxes or some app that you have on your phone, all these things you need to get done today. Those are tactics. Every single action item that you do is a tactic. Okay? Tactical hell is when everything that you're doing every single day is just a whole bunch of tactics. All right, This tactic, everything you do you're just marking off things on your checkbox and your checklist and your to-do list every single day. And then you get to the end of the day and then you go to sleep and you wake up tomorrow and you got a whole new list of things. And the next day you got a whole new list of things. The next day you got a whole new list of things. And before you know it, you start to feel overworked and stressed and on, on the verge of physical and mental collapse. In other words, you are burned out. Why? Because you are living in tactical hell. You are taking actions repeatedly, which is a good thing. You're consistent, but all you're doing is taking actions, but you don't have a big picture organizing your actions. You don't have a big picture plan that organizes and makes sense of where all these actions are actually taking you. Just doing all this stuff and hoping that you don't drown in it, but you have no idea where it's taking you for the big picture. Understand that when you're doing things tactically for too long a period of time, eventually you descend into tactical hell and burnout not because you're working too hard necessarily. It's not because you're doing work that you can't do. It's because you don't have a high level view of what you are doing or why you're doing it. You have no high level view of the purpose of all this effort. So organizing and strategizing, what it does is it gives you a big picture view of your actions, a 30,000 foot view, as some like to say, so that you can be doing the exact same amount of work. Listen to what I'm saying here, the same amount of work, but you won't feel burned out about it. Why? Because The mental collapses before the physical collapses. So, when you have a clear idea of where all your work is taking you, that will keep your mind from falling apart on you because you know where it's going. See, I could be doing the same amount of work as you, but you could feel like you're about to be on the verge of physical and mental collapse because you have no idea where it's going. And me doing the same work that you're doing, I don't feel burned out at all because I have a big picture idea of where it's taking me. I have a big picture of why I'm doing it. There's a purpose behind it. You notice that difference? Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to fight burnout. Second thing you need to do is stop trying to max out every day. A business coach that I had once gave this great advice of moving the goals closer. Don't try to set these, you no, know, this is a counterintuitive idea, moving your goals closer. Because many motivational coaches and motivational speakers, they'll tell you something like take whatever goal you have and then multiply by 10 or multiply by 1,000 and then try to reach that goal. That's what many people try to do. They try to to set your goals bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Don't make your goals small, make your goals big. This guy, on the other hand, he told us, move your goals closer and actually make them easier to reach. And I said, that is an interesting concept. And this is the reason why you want to do this. Move your goals closer and make them easier to reach. I can relate this idea to what I tell people about exercising and working out. And when I thought about it, what I do in the gym and what I tell people who go to the gym regularly, It actually reflects exactly what this person said. Move your goals closer. When you leave the gym, those of you who work out on a regular basis, when you leave the gym, you should feel like you left some repetitions in the tank. In other words, you should feel like you could do more workout, but you're not going to do more workout. You should leave feeling like, all right, I still have some energy here. You should not, exercisers, feel as if you absolutely killed yourself and, quote unquote, took it to the max every time you do a workout. You should not be doing that every time you work out. That's too much. You should not be emptying your tank and completely maxing yourself out every single day that you're in the gym. You should not. Did everybody hear what I said? And this is a professional athlete that's talking to you here. You should not be doing this in the office either. You should not be dead tired every day at the end of your workday. If you're dead tired every day at the end of the workday, you're doing too much. You got too much on your plate. The way that this happens often is that we set ourselves up to try to do too much. This is how you end up trying to max out because you put so much on your list. You got so many items on your to-do list. You're trying to be this master tactician who just never runs out of energy. But the problem is you're human and you will run out of energy. You're trying to do too much at the same time. So stop doing that. The other way this happens is if you're at a job, there's another way this can happen because some of you are saying, "Okay, Dre, that sounds fine when I have control of it. Yes. I won't make myself do too much, but what about when you're working at a job or you run the business and you got other people working and, and these things are all your responsibility and a whole bunch of stuff just gets thrown in your lap that now you have to handle and you didn't control the fact that it got thrown in your lap. So you got a bunch on your plate and you're not even the one who put it there. What about then? What happens in that situation? I have thought of that as well. Let's talk about it. When you're at a job and a bunch of work gets thrown into your lap and you have no choice but to get that work done, how do you handle it? In this case, Go back to what we talked about in point number one. And first of all, organize what you're doing. In other words, prioritize it. Prioritize what the most important things are that need to be done. Handle things in order of priority. And when you are doing this, here's what happens. Each item that you get done, since you prioritize them, that should subsequently relieve a certain amount of stress and anxiety off of your shoulders because the last thing you got done was the most important thing left to get done. And the next thing is the next most important. And the next thing is the next most important. So even though the list is still there, everything you're knocking off the list is the most important thing on the list, which means your anxiety and stress should be going down with each subsequent action handled. You follow me? And the things that are remaining to be done are each lesser and lesser in importance if you have prioritized. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to fight burnout. Number three, manage your box. Now I gave this concept of the box. I did an actual a training video on this. I think it's inside of Working on your game university for those who are inside of my coaching program. But the concept of the box is really simple. The box is everything in your life that you can control. So take everything in your life that you actually have direct control over and you fit it all inside of a box. Now the box can be whatever size it needs to be. Everything you control, put it inside the box. Okay. Those are the things that you have control over. So you take like a. For example, right now I have a two and a half week old child. This child's box is very, very small because they can't control pretty much anything. They can't control when they eat. They can cry and you no know, hope that they get fit, but they don't really have control over it. They can't control if it's cold or hot inside the house. They can't control whether it, you know, dad is recording his podcast. They can't control anything pretty much other than their own bodily functions. They can't even control that. They can't they can't control when they go, relieve themselves or piss or poop or anything. They can't pretty much control anything. Their box is really, really tiny. It's like the size of a wedding ring box. That's how small the box is, a very tiny box. Now, some of you though, you have this huge box. Your box is the size of a storage locker, a, a big storage locker that you can fit a car in, that kind of storage space. Now, you can control a whole lot of things, a whole lot of things you have complete control over. So the box is everything that you can control inside of it. And some people have larger boxes than others. And keep in mind that your box can grow or shrink depending on circumstances and time periods. So when you are, for example, if you're on an airplane, your box gets a little bit smaller because what can you control on an airplane? Not much. You can control just the seat that you're in. You control reclining it or sitting up straight. You can control, no, maybe you can control the armrest, but your neighbor might've taken control of the armrest already. You can control whether the little lights are on above your head or the little AC vent that blows out of there. What else can you control? If you don't know how to fly a plane, you can't control whether that plane lands or not. You can't control if it lands in the city that's supposed to land in. You can't control what kind of food you have access to on a plane. You can't control what any of the other hundred people on that plane are doing. If any of them is sick, if any of them stinks, if any of them is talking too much, if any of them is doing something that annoys you, you can't control damn near anything. When you're on a plane, the box gets really small. When you're in your home that's yours, you control pretty much everything. You control the temperature. You control the noise. You control whether the delivery person comes or not. You control pretty much everything. So their boxes can shrink or enlarge depending on the circumstance and the situation moment by moment, day to day. What I'm telling you to do here is to keep track of the size of your box and control what you can control. That's the whole concept of the box, controlling what you can control. For example, I took a month off from running, which running is one of my favorite things to do, not playing basketball anymore, just running. I like to run like 10Ks. I've done every length of race up to a marathon. I've done it. I like 10Ks. It's pretty much a good balance for me between speed and endurance. But I took a month off from running because my legs needed some rest. And when I started running again, which was from when I'm recording this, was about a week ago, I already knew that I would not be hitting the same times and the same pace in my runs that I was hitting before I stopped because I got to get my legs back in game shape. I got to get my cardio back up, my wind back up, my lungs got to get back ready. And it's Miami. It's humid as hell out here. It's hard to run outside in Miami, even though I run early in the morning. Therefore, Knowing this and my early runs, my expectation was not to hit the same numbers that I was hitting before I took my break. My expectation was I just want to go through the whole run without stopping, even though I know I'm going to be like a minute off of my normal pace. I'm going to be a minute slower per mile than I would be back when I was in game shape. And that's completely okay. Why? Because my box is a different size now because of the fact that I took the time off. I took the time off knowing this, that I'm going to have to work my way back up and I'm going to have to work through some third days to get back to my game shape. You understand what I'm saying here? This is me understanding the concept of the box. My expectations is finish the run. I know I'm not going to be as fast as I was before. This way, by doing this, I know I won't feel burned out. I won't feel like I'm trying to make my body do something that is not ready to do. And it's a simple example, but it's the exact thing that people violate all the time. A lot of people try to do something that you are simply not capable of, or you are not ready to be capable of given your current circumstances or your current resources, and you're trying to stretch your box bigger than the box actually is. And then what happens is the box falls apart, physical and mental collapse. This is what happens to people all the time. So be honest with yourself about what you can do and what you can't do. And if you need to move the goals closer, move the goal closer. Remember, we're playing a long game out here, folks. This is not a sprint. It's a marathon. We're playing a long game. Remember that burnout is similar to overwhelm. And I talked about overwhelm. Let me tell you the episode where I talked about how to handle overwhelm. That was episode 1366. If you have not listened to that episode, go listen to it. Burnout and overwhelm are very similar in that they are both more mental than they are physical. So you might think feeling burned out and overwhelm are physical things. No, they are mental things. They may show themselves physically. They have physical symptoms, but the root is mental. And they both happen when you feel as if, key words, feel as if you are asking yourself to do more than you are capable of doing. So here's the solution to that. Stop asking yourself to do more than you're capable of doing. Stop asking yourself a bad question. You ask yourself to do something that you're not capable of doing, you're going to feel overwhelmed and burned out. If I asked myself to run at a six minute, 50 second pace, the first day that I came back to running, I would feel overwhelmed and burned out. Why? Because my body is not capable of doing that yet. Now it will be. And maybe by the time you hear this, I might be hitting that number already. Maybe two weeks from the time you hear this, I'll absolutely be hitting that number, but I'm not ready to hit it yet because I'm not in that condition yet. So I got to make sure that I'm adjusting the size of my box based on what's real and what I can do versus what I can't do. This is how you combat burnout. So let's recap today's class, which is fighting burnout, which is defined as physical or mental collapse that is caused by overwork and stress. Number one, organize and strategize. Burnout is often the result of living in what I call tactical hell. Tactical hell happens when you are living by You're basically playing whack-a-mole. Something pops up, you handle it. Another fire pops up, you put that out. Another fire pops up, put that out. Problem with continually putting out fires is eventually you are living in hell. All right, pun intended. This is why you get burned out. You notice all these words, are they all connect to each other. I didn't make these up. So organizing and strategizing will help you to have a big picture view of your actions so that you don't feel burned out because you know where everything is taking you. You're not just doing stuff just to be doing it. Number two, stop trying to max out every day. Same thing that a business coach once said, move your goals closer. It's the same thing that I tell people who work out. You should not be killing yourself in the gym every day. You should not be dragging yourself out of the gym every day, dead tired. And you shouldn't be dead tired when you leave the office every day. You should feel like you got enough energy left to do a little bit more. And that's okay. Don't go do more just because you feel like you can. Do not do that. All right. That's the meathead mindset is what I call that. You bang your head against the wall just because your head's not hurting yet. That doesn't mean you should keep doing it. Okay, (laughs) does not mean you should keep doing it. People get concussions like that. You want to feel like you have something left in the tank. Feel as if you could do more, but you don't do more. Because again, we're playing the long game, not the short game here. So every item you get done should relieve. If you have a bunch of tasks thrown on your lap that it was not your doing, and but you have to get them done, prioritize them. So every task that you do get taken care of should relieve stress and anxiety because you took care of the most important thing that was left on the list. Number three, manage your box. The box is everything that you can control. The box grows or shrinks in size based on your current circumstances and situation. So when I took a month off from running this summer, I knew my legs wouldn't be able to hit the same numbers and the same speed that I was hitting before I took the month off, which means I tempered my expectations and my standards for what I needed to hit when I came back. And my standards will slowly get bigger based on my conditioning, based on me getting back into game shape. And this is what it means to adjust your box. You should not be expecting yourself to be doing what you were doing at your peak, if you are not in peak condition, now, it doesn't make any sense. It's the same thing with everything else we are doing. This is making the adjustments to your standards and expectations based on the size of your box, giving your resources and abilities at that time and place. And if you need help with this, and many people do need help with these concepts, all you need to do is get yourself a coach, get somebody who can see what you can't see, who can see angles that you can't see because you can't see yourself in the mirror. And Let's get help with getting your standards in the right place so you can do things the way that they make sense so you don't feel overwhelmed and burned out, which are much more mental than they are physical. They are mental because they happen when we are trying to make ourselves do things that we are simply not ready or capable of doing at that point in time. All that said, text to get my motivation text, which is at my number 305-384-6894. It'll be daily, weekly, or somewhere in between. Just know it's going to be coming to your phone. Then go to workonyourgame.net access my 45-minute training, which is on how to get from that six-figure to the seven-figure level without running yourself into the ground in the process, even if you feel like you are already maxed out. That is at workonyourgame.net. Work on your game. Dre all day.